0: I'm really thirsty.
1: (laughs) I am also thirsty.
0: I couldn't get the lid off my Gatorade.
1: Here's to the yinglings. Yeah. All right, here we go, the (laughs) T-bone. And chick Let's God bless <laughs> all these years. Just get it right one time. What do you want from me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs>
0: Okay. no one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer, the T-Bone and Chick Brew show is brought to you by nobody.
1: We have no sponsors. The
0: show is still rated
1: G for glorious. To be uh, fair, the the T-Bone and Chick Brew show on AFN was not the first time I've ever been fired as a volunteer. It is, without a doubt, the most remarkable time I've ever been fired as a volunteer, but not the first time I was ever fired as a volunteer.
0: I will say, I saw Chief talk the other day, and yeah, he he brought it up. <laughs> he's like, I fired you. I, like, what, he was telling Doug, he's like, yeah, I fired her.
1: <laughs> I was like, Dang. Chief the one
0: time, Yeah, the chief from down at AFN.
1: Uh-huh. And he was proud that he fired you.
0: Well, then it occurred to me, like... If you're in the military, you don't really get to fire people. Nobody gets <laughs> that, fired. Everyone gets promoted. Was like, screw was up, move just, up is
1: the kind way of saying that.
0: I think that um, he should definitely use us as references that he does have the ability to terminate uh, effectively personnel. I mean, I don't, we played a big part in his future career. I don't
1: think he had anything to do with it. Gary Baitel, by far. Bored during COVID, the voice of AFN for over 50 years reviewed our show and thought we weren't good enough to be on his airways.
0: And. Which is so sad when you think about it.
1: That critiquing the government on the the government's airways was a bad idea.
0: But. Not false information.
1: Nothing we said was false, absolutely. And the more and more we find out, many of the things I have said over the years since COVID began are also not false. Thank you, Elon Musk.
0: Still driving a Tesla. Are you getting one too?
1: I am not. I will never get a Tesla because they are horrible for the environment. But I cannot shame the man (laughs) <laughs> who uh, who owns the company, because he's doing a fantastic job. The the most, hmm, how do we say this?
0: Oh, no, 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 no. How do you say this? He
1: a is a champion of free speech. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think we could have gotten away with saying that. But I understand you don't want to be associated with me because of our history, <laughs> whatever.
0: No, I I, th- I agree with you there. Yeah,
1: he is doing things that, you know, were supposed to be done by this thing called the fourth estate, this thing called the media that's supposed to, like, investigate these things, that's supposed to report on these things. The fourth estate is what keeps the other three estates in check.
0: Yeah, but... And they weren't doing their money, job. No one is going to no do that.
1: Brought to you by <laughs> Pfizer. Yes. They have failed miserably. I am glad the corruption is being called out, and I will personally attend Elon Musk's funeral uh, when he hangs himself. What? (laughs) Well, I mean, those that speak out against the deep state generally don't have a good ending.
0: I was so confused. Yeah, there was a
1: really good reporter who got mugged in Uh, Washington, D.C., but... uh, they didn't take anything. They just killed him.
0: Yeah, there's always...
1: Who's that, Breitbart? I think that was Breitbart. Andrew Breitbart. There, if our virtual few, engineer was doing anything other than taking a, a nap, that she'd that be able Russia to check that.
0: My favorite other one's from Russia, where it's like, businessman <laughs> fell from roof.
1: Yeah, a guy who's got everything going for him jumps off the top of a 29-story building.
0: But they're never reported as jumping, they fell.
1: They're, they, it's they're also fell. never reported as being pushed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Inexplicable accident. <laughs> I think it's very easy to explain. <laughs> the The TV show.
1: I think it was a Netflix show. It starred the. Um, it starred uh, Robin Wright, who I love in so many ways. Robin Wright was. Um, the Princess Bride she was uh, Princess Penelope or whatever, and she was in another thing that I didn't connect with Robin Wright, oh, she was in Force Gump, Jesus, I was in force Gump, she was in Force Gump, so Robin Wright was in the Princess Bride, she was in Force Gump, and she was on this other TV show. It may have been a Showtime show, but it was about politics in d c <laughs> House of Cards, that's right. Now if we could just find a way of the virtual engineer sending us information without it making noise. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Look at me, I'm so smart. Bling, I just came up with this information. <laughs> I love it.
0: It's like a little gift, it's like a light bulb moment. Uh, that's the but that light bulb wasn't
1: the, That wasn't the question I put out that's to the, the virtual cards. engineer. That wasn't the first question I put out to her. So, Robin Wright and uh, the the guy who likes to touch men's penises without permission, Kevin Spacey. No, not Kevin Spacey. He probably does it, too.
0: No, you're right. It is Kevin Spacey. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, and uh, they did a really good version of what inside politics is like in a way that no one's ever done it before. Yeah, I remember all- I never watched it. Um it's <laughs> a good show. I don't know here. why you refuse to watch the good stuff. Uh, First of all, I have a you know, when she was uh when she was the princess bride, okay, she was you know, she was cute and adorable and she was young and beautiful. And then and then when she was Jenna, she wasn't that adorable or cute a princess, but when she played in the house of cards, she was a hot mama, man. She was fine as could be. And then it got really weird. Really weird. And then it wasn't attractive anymore.
0: <laughs> I remember I remember when that show was like all everyone was talking about. It was a good show. It was winning I, a lot of awards. It was out there doing stuff. Yeah,
1: and then without permission, he decided to put his hand down another man's pants. You have to get
0: consent. consent it is, is
1: all about key. consent. You gotta get consent.
0: So important.
1: I have been so trained, you know, because my affiliation with the United States Navy over the past 35 years has done nothing but train I I cannot have relations with my wife without express written uh, 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 consent. She got a consent, man. You
0: have to. And And it's so (laughs) funny because it's, like, everything, right? Like, things (laughs) that, like, sometimes when I'm, like, around people that have never been in the military, they're, like... Go in to like get a string off of you or something. You're like, "Whoa, what are you Did doing?" you just put in a military. You don't Everyone touch. You they're like, "Hey, you got a thing. You want me to get it? Do you want me to get it? Your collar's all jacked up." They're we like, said it for years.
1: <laughs> Do not <laughs> Do touch <your> anybody. <laughs> for the most part, it works really good. But occasionally, I'll say something, and just my uh, the, uh, the 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 sound of my voice pops it. And it makes that pop, and it drives me nuts. Is this one better? Uh, so far, so far, the book of everything. Oh no, it's there, it's there. I don't. Uh, when you have a soundboard, a mix, uh, a mixer, and I'm just doing a rough guesstimation, there are probably fifty dials on this mixer. And I only use one channel unless I have a guest in the studio, and I don't know what I've done along the way that makes it pop as much as it does. Well, I just did something, and it sounds better. Does it sound good to you?
0: I don't hear the pop, so...
1: (laughs) Remember the days when you did all the hard work and I just came in as the personality? You did everything. And now
0: I contribute nothing. I don't even even have personality.
1: I just sit here. Uh, I did everything. And I mean, you did everything and I only showed up. And now it's completely role reversal. I do everything and you just show up. And that's barely, if ever.
0: I am winning. <laughs> I was doing the work when I was getting paid, and then I was getting volunteer hours, and everything was good. Now I, I still don't have a day, so I'm just.
1: I am committing myself uh, to releasing an episode every Wednesday because I have to. I have to put it in stone. I have to say this is what it's going to be every Wednesday, new episode. Because mm, I love you, but you're a little flaky. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, and uh and and if I have to do it alone, I do it alone. But I have to do it and I and and, and this puts the onus on me. So we record an episode on Sunday, like last week, and it took me until Friday to get it out because uh, eh, you know, nobody cares. Nobody no no big deal. No don't worry about it. I, I go and I, I play Call of Duty and I do other things where I should be concentrating on this. So That's my new edict. Every Wednesday, new episode, with Chick Brew or not, but preferably with Chick Brew. And and that means here it is Sunday, so I've got, you know, three days to chop this up and release it on Wednesday. Puts it on me. I got to do that. I have to. Every Wednesday, new episode of the B Show. Period. Period. That'll sound better when I cut out the silence in between, period. (laughs) Uh, I hope the virtual engineer has not let me down. Our numbers are down, so you got to be listening to the episodes or else we're going to fire you as our virtual engineer. We need those numbers. I need to know that you're listening. Plus, I I think it would be interesting for you to see, virtual engineer, the stuff that gets cut out that you are a part of that you can't
0: hire all our listeners t-bone if you hire all our listeners they're in on the show and then no one's gonna listen they gotta listen i don't care
1: if they don't listen if they if they participate if they're a member of the staff we'll say but you know Come game day on Wednesday, when an episode is released, you, you click play, turn it all the way down and let that baby run through. It's we got we can't we can't sacrifice number of downloads for uh, actual participation because unlike with AFN, when it comes to podcasting, you get no kidding, real numbers, so you get numbers really. of people that have downloaded. You know where they're downloading from. These are real. Whereas AFN, it was always guesswork. Because in in, in civilian radio, we'll say, we have Armatron. Armatron does all of your stats. AFN doesn't use Armatron. It's just, here's an iPod. Put it on shuffle. Don't say anything offensive. That was AFN.
0: Yeah, they wanted to be a Bob FM. But Bob they FM! Bob with- FM! Yeah, doesn't work. That's not the format. You either go with the format or you don't go with the format. There's no in-between. That's not how it works.
1: There are very <laughs> yeah. few times in life when AFN has proven its worthiness. Uh, World War II. Yes. And uh, the flood in Siganilla. Those Those are the two times in recent history where AFN has proven its usefulness. Because... When everybody lost power in Sigonella, when that flood came through and wiped out housing, honestly... When the, was the
0: flood in Sigonella?
1: 2006. So, in, between 1945 and 2006. <laughs> and 2006. <laughs> crickets. But... <laughs> It really uh, there was a benefit to having a way to reach the community that wasn't computer involved that wasn't electricity involved because everybody had their little wind-up radios. It was a big deal. We were able to communicate a lot of information to people who needed it in a timely fashion using the radio. But other well, than unfortunately,
0: that, definitely like yeah. it doesn't even work that way anymore with the the new setup, so it would still not work. <laughs> It would it would be even less useful less useful today than it ever has been because you'd have to ha- be able to connect to get to the streaming and that is questionable at best and so most people run off a of Wi-Fi because they don't have numbers so they wouldn't even be able to to get it
1: for those people and, and uh, I think my friend Carrie Kellogg was a ma- uh, victim of the flood. Uh, He's also a listener of the show. He's a great fan of the show. I think Kerry was a victim of the flood, and I think Kerry, along with some other people, were actually listening to us on AFN using the the wind-up emergency radios because there was no power. There was no cell phone service. I mean, it was was a bad time. So many of you don't understand what I'm talking about. So there is a base in Sicily and just outside of that base there's a huge housing area and uh, just before christmas of 2005 actually just before christmas of 2005 there was a tsunami from the mountain the the there was a big dam up in the mountains and it was overflowing with rain and they had to release millions and millions of gallons of water and when they did well, what we didn't know at the time, and i since learned a lot about, is that the military housing area next to the military base in Siganilla is in that floodplain, in that area that's intentionally supposed to flood, should this ever occur. So when they released millions and millions of gallons of water from the flood to prevent the dam from breaking, this giant tsunami just came down from the mountains and wiped through the plains. I, I remember going to one of the vehicles that was swept off of the highway. It was swept off the highway 385. It was probably a thousand feet from the highway. That's how hard the water hit it and took it with it. And those people survived. We didn't have any casualties, um, but it was it was I would say 96 to 140 hours somewhere in that area of us on the radio, us giving updates, us helping with the evacuation routes. We did a lot of great things. We were nicknamed the studs of the flood. And if you worked for AFN, you got a medal. But, <laughs> but if you were an on-scene, no kidding, volunteer from AFN, y- you did not get a medal and collectively you were not known as a stud of the flood. Dan Edgington and Danny Gross can back me up on this. That's 100% true. Oh, so that can, feels right. So can Jeff Wells. Jeff Wells was our uh, our station manager, if you will. The chief. That
0: feels That feels accurate.
1: But that is the only time since World War II, when AFN has served a no-kidding purpose. (laughs) And that's why it's there, just in case. But when they went to the Bob FM format, I think I'm going to label this episode just pooping on AFN. (laughs) But when they went to the Bob FM format, they lost all of it. And I was there when this happened, when it went to the Eagle. Uh, Danny and me had... And Danny and me had a show we called uh, Traffic Talk Tuesdays where we, you know, we put out a lot of good information. And he had had his own afternoon show and it was all about, you know, rock and he had a great show. And then at the stroke of midnight, we just switched it to somebody's iPod and put it on Shuffle.
0: And it like when when you can't take a customer because that's who your listeners are they're your customers when you can't take a request like where i don't even need to sit here you could literally it plays the satellite all the non-working hours if someone requested a song even if it was on the playlist for that day couldn't play it when they requested it no just keep listening we to win
1: (laughs) We pushed back against the man. And and one of my favorite things that we used to do was tell people, we're not allowed to take your request, (laughs) but we can take your suggestions. So if you suggest to us something you want to hear, we'll probably find a way to get it on. But for the record, that is not a request. (laughs) Thunderstruck Fridays. (laughs) Thunderstruck Fridays. Dave Inman, of course. But you know, Mike Stanley would come up with some of the great requests, and and our regular listeners, the Barb, the uh, Barbie, the 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 the, P, the Peters family, they would come up with requests. Even Tegan would come up with requests, like, "Hey, play this song," and we couldn't as a request. But you know, if somebody it's suggested so something, there's just so
0: little in life where you can like ask and receive. And I feel like when I was in school, I mean, I'm a, I'm a. Growing up, I was a big radio person. I literally would record my favorite morning show. I'd listen to it up until I had to go to get on the bus, and I'd throw that blank cassette tape in, and I'd hit record. Two double-sided recorded. <laughs> and uh, Jim Garrison, that, Sarah Truxler in the morning. That was 20-some-odd years ago. That that's what got me into radio.
1: Ago. It got me into radio is I would...
0: And I remember, like, I would call and... You know, you call your your same DJs all the time and you ask for a song. Hey, man, how's it going? Da, 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 da. It's not like we're best friends. But, but they knew to expect a call,
1: but they, <laughs> they were so it was so fun for me because I was just like you and like most people, you got a radio station, they give you their phone number, you call them, you make a request and the people talk to you nice because they're also in customer service. So you got this rapport going back and forth between you and the news, uh, the, the radio people. And then one day I was like, hey, can I come there? can I just come and see how you do things? And I started my first in- internship the same day. I went down to the radio station and I was like, I really want to do this in my life. And how do I do this? And they started talking to me and they were super cordial. And then they let me take phone calls and do a bunch of uh, witch work around the office, you know? And and that's where I, I got started, whether it was uh, WZAT or whether it was WSOK, going back in time, yeah. So that's how it started. And we but continued it, that tradition once you take
0: that out. Once you take that away, like, why would I listen to Bob FM when Bob FM is not playing the music I want to hear? At that point, you're just.
1: <laughs> well, that's and that's the thing with the Lunsby show. We we are responsive to our listeners needs. When you guys say something, we listen. When we uh, propose something, we accept your answers currently. There's a thing on the website uh, or on the Facebook page, which you could find by searching the hashtag LensBee. I put it out there, said, hey, name a city, any city. And that's for my next experiment. My next experiment is going to be buying advertising in, in a city. Not much, nothing crazy. You know, because everybody gets these free newspapers that are delivered to them, like the Savings Guide or the Penny Saver. Everybody gets some version of this, and you can buy like a week's worth of advertising for like ten bucks. So for ten bucks,
0: you're going to use that picture of me from Christmas.
1: That's a great one. That's a great one. I'm not using a picture. I'm only going to put in hashtag lunsb. That's it. Nothing else. And, and and cities and countries in cities around the nation, I'm going to find their local version of a penny saver, the savings guide, whatever you call it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pay ten bucks for a week to just advertise in that paper, and then we're going to find out how many people are listening from that selected area, and then we're going to bring them into the fold and make them a part of the Lunsby audience. That is well, my experiment newspaper
0: around here. You can throw that bad boy in the coastline. The coastline.
1: I, you know, the coastline did me a huge favor. I don't know if you got to see it, but before I left, I had this going away half page ad I was willing to pay for. And there was some mistakes where they had screwed something up and and I was like, I don't care. I'll pay for it. Just fix it. And then they ended up giving me a half page you know, my thank you to Rota for, you know, 10 years. They gave me a half page for free. And I love that page. I, I It was amazing. So I'm a big fan of the coastline. If you think about it, if you want to do an ad in the coastline and you know how to do it, just do an ad with the words Luns Bay. That's it. I think it's free to advertise in the coastline.
0: No, you pay for it, but it's not.
1: How much? I don't oh. remember. I can't, but I forgot, I'm not wearing my, my my new swag, my new shirt that I just received from Tegan's Tees. Well, let me explain why. My studio is in the basement and it is currently 28 degrees outside and I have to turn oh. off the heater so we don't have any noise banging around in the background. Why don't we uh, move on to one of our regularly scheduled segments? It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing, you know, so somebody sent me some pictures and some video and in the most contemptuous way possible just to like i am better than you here is proof positive
0: nailed it it was me i did that (laughs) (laughs) i don't get to do that very often but when i do Rub it. In. So,
1: what did you do that made your parachutes, aside from the S and M Grinch, uh, that made your parachutes so much better than my previous failed attempts? What did you do different?
0: I have no idea because I don't know what you're doing when you're in there.
1: <laughs> you're not a good coach. No. All right. This <laughs> is. I don't know. I, I want to make this a task for our listeners. The, the The recipe is so simple to make cream puffs. It is so simple to make cream puffs. I See, am-
0: that's why your cream puffs don't work because I am watching Chef versus Snack, and you're watching something else that I, will never have cream puffs. I it.
1: watch Man versus Food. That should count. That should be
0: credit. That not count. That is nauseating.
1: (laughs) I watched, uh, did you, uh, you know, I posted the uh, Chef Arturo doing the Hell's Kitchen, the Spanish version of Hell's Kitchen in a Chinese restaurant. I posted that on the fan page. Did you ever look at it? No,
0: of course not. I'll look at it, though.
1: You should, because even with your limited Spanish, you will enjoy it. I'm telling you, it is that good. Oh, are you rolling Spanish your eyes?
0: sounds like your pair of shoes look. <laughs> are you rolling your
1: eyes that all of a sudden you're now fluent in Andalusian Spanish? Oh, God, no. Lechuga. Lechuga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we did paintball the other day, and uh, one of the team names, a group of the Marines, one of their, te- their team name was Lechuga. I was like, what inspired the lettuce? And they're like, no, it's like the only word we know. Lechuga. Lechuga. And I was like, that's... Hilarious, because that is. that is the word
1: I know. <laughs> First of all, out of all the Spanish words, if you only could learn one, why would you learn lettuce?
0: Thank you. No I idea. Proudly, why is that the one that stuck?
1: I proudly know how to say thank you in 32 languages.
0: I know how to say boogers in Spanish, so there's that. Boogers and lettuce. Mocos. I, I, it.
1: I know how to say anything in Korean. Anything. No matter what it is, you just say it in English and add sayo at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such a such a gangster language. I, I I went to a, a, a Korean restaurant recently. The wife actually took me to a Korean restaurant le- recently after a, a, a particularly hard week. She wanted to reward me. God bless her. And uh, I I was trying to remember how to say it, it was delicious, and and I got close. But I wasn't close enough. I said, nina se," And she replied with, nina seyeo. Oh. I was like, oh, of course it's got o at the end of it. What was I thinking? Anyway. So, tell me about the order for the pair of shoes that you made.
0: So, it was a donation, which I don't do very often because...
1: Well, unless you're sleeping with the person, I understand. I mean... <laughs>
0: But there was a, a bake sale for <laughs> someone. Ah, uh-huh. someone they didn't you know. Want to make so I was like, "Oh, I will make it, and I will make a pair of shoes, so that I could show Tony like what it's supposed to look like." <laughs>
1: and, and those were larger than the ones you did in the past. These were really right. nice size. What did yeah. you stuff them with? I made
0: an eggnog pastry cream. And what did you cover them with? An eggnog glaze. Okay, okay, so it was a very eggnoggy cream yeah, puff. Yeah, yeah, it was a, a very, it was super delicious, though. And the box, I've never seen the box before.
1: It looks like you individually boxed each cream puff.
0: Well, yeah, because cooties, I don't, I wouldn't want to pull anything off a plate next to children's hands. That oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Everyone, I think about all the people on base that have been insanely sick.
1: Where, uh, where did you pick up the boxes?
0: Macro. And then I have my stickers and I just so sort I of put my sticker on the top of the box. Who made your stickers? Sticker app.
1: You got an app that makes stickers?
0: No, that's the company's name. But they're really great. They're super affordable. They're nice. I got the holographic stickers. So they're like very shiny. No, they're very cool. I liked them. Yeah, they're they're vinyl, so they like I have them on my water bottles, and other people have been putting them on their computers. So it's kind of getting my name out there and around. Yes, so nice. well,
1: we should probably do the same thing with Luns B. So stick, totally sticker app. app. I'm looking into it.
0: Maybe, maybe I will send you a design in uh, PNG format, so you don't have to do anything. That'd be nice. That'd be like participating.
1: You mean (laughs) for our show or for your business?
0: For our show, I already did my business.
1: (laughs) Here's here's a sticker. Go ahead and just upload this and make a thousand of them. I'm like,
0: what the heck? (laughs) Darker, darker. Yeah, no, they were they were they were really fast. Like I got them pretty quick, maybe like in two weeks or so.
1: It was good. Okay, I'm looking forward to seeing that. By the way, virtual engineer, if you know anybody, can you go ahead and put an order in for another extra large? Yes. And can you make Hump Day bigger? Like a wider font? And you know what? If you do that, throw in another Triple X. Uh, you should be getting yours soon. Um the ones I have now from Tegan's Tees. Using the uh, using the discount code uh Lunge B, I got twenty-five percent off on all of my orders, of course, but using uh using Tegan T's to make the hump day shirt. Uh, it, every day is hump day uh, people love this shirt so the more i wear it the more people want it and the more orders that come in and we just ship them straight to tegan's tees and give them out as they come in not a bad price so i i will be modeling that in a, in a picture that i will upload on the page so when it comes to talking about cooking all we really did was barely touch on the beautiful cream puff pastries that you made with an eggnog filling and an eggnog
0: glaze in individual boxes with a
1: hologram sticker on top of it
0: i have well, i'm making korean barbecue spare ribs tomorrow and that i am excited about <sighs>
1: I feel like I would be disappointed if I ate your Korean barbecue spare ribs.
0: Probably. Yes. But, I mean, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm pureeing the pear and everything. I'm not buying a bottled sauce. I'm going for it.
1: Okay. I famously. I'm also, oh,
0: I, I'm also making Viking's blood this week.
1: I famously make an amazing version of Korean fried chicken. That goes to the wayside. Let's talk about Viking's blood. What in the heck is that?
0: It's cherry mead but because it's got cherries in it, it comes out super dark red and it's the kind out. of that's the
1: kind of drink where you just want you, you want to get it in a, a good mug and you want to throw it in your face and you want to pretend like you're drinking it but intentionally just letting the redness just crawl <laughs> down your face and like oh, rah, rah. just like that. I, I want some cherry mead. I want some Viking's blood. Make me some Vikings blood, send it to me.
0: (laughs) When are you coming back over this way? Just come back over this way. Uh,
1: If it was only that easy. If it was only that easy. Well, not knowing where we're going to go next, I recommend we throw up the old-fashioned Wheel of Destiny. The book of everything. Because I can't figure out why my voice cracks every time I say book at an elevated level. So that time I had been practicing (laughs) dragging out book so it wouldn't crack. Because I would say the book. There it is. The book of everything. I have to drag it out. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, in case you don't know, here's what we do every week. We go into the book of everything. We find some interesting facts about things that you never possibly could have imaginably ever known before. Like chins? We do not discuss the facts that stick with it. Uh, Honestly, if it's a really cool fact, you never forget it. I probably uh, won't find that. Here we go. Here we go. In this week's book of everything, just getting right to the mix, humans kill at least 100 million sharks a year, or about 11,000 an hour.
0: What? What?
1: a hundred million sharks a year
0: i am shocked one that there are that many sharks in the ocean for us to be killing that many sharks and disgusted that we are killing that many sharks and then also terrified to think that if we weren't killing that many sharks how many sharks there would be in the ocean and i will stay firmly rooted in the sand from now on thank you
1: i am i am not a fan of sharks um, Dimitri Martin has a great, um, has a great bit about how you deal with sharks. You know, especially if a shark is on land, you're not afraid of a shark. But if a shark and you are in water, it's a different story. A hundred million sharks a year is an incredible number.
0: That's a huge number. I,
1: I would like to believe we're at least eating them. Uh, the last shark I caught was a, a bonnet head. And, again, if I go fishing, I go fishing with my friend Jack (laughs) O'Brien. Because you have
0: daddy
1: issues. Because I got daddy issues. And uh, and I caught, like, a
0: 35-pound bonnet head, and it was beautiful. And it was delicious. What does a bonnet head look like? In my head, I'm like, it's a blue bonnet attached to its face. What does a
1: bonnet head look like? It's got a blue bonnet attached to its face.
0: Attached
1: to its face, yeah. I believe it's a bonnet head. I don't know. Black tips? We've caught black tips. But we're, we're nowhere near 100 million sharks a year We're like four in like 20 years That's how many sharks me and Jack have caught Collectively together, at least All right I, I, I'm going to move away from that category Go to a yeah, different a page Oh,
0: yeah, no, I see this I see
1: this A shovel head and a bonnet head are the same thing, right?
0: Yeah, no, that's what it said uh, And I was looking at it And is it Yeah, no, I'm good I'm good
1: all right. Well, uh, we're gonna uh, finish off on a lighter note. WTF is the acronym for the World Taekwondo Federation? <laughs> That's right. Every time you've read that in uh, in somebody's text message, they were just talking about taekwondo. You dumb dumb.
0: Well, that makes some some of those messages make yes. a lot more sense now. WTFAF
1: is the world. Taekwondo Federation Air Force.
0: That's not a thing. It can be. No, it can't. Too we much make movement. this up as we go. too violent for the Air Force.
1: <laughs> uh, you know what we haven't heard from in a while? The kids.
0: It's
1: the Chiba and Chick-fil-A You used to call me on oh my...
0: 904-385-3977.
1: You used to, you used to... I love the kids. The kids got a special mention in last week's episode. Hey, do you have any headlines for me?
0: Of course I have headlines for you.
1: And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. I'm going to press the singer. You're going to give me the headline and I am going to try. For the ladies and gentlemen, I have never seen these headlines before. They are coming to me totally completely out of the blue. I am going to do the best I can do to make them at least mildly entertaining. Remember on the Lunsby show all we promise is one laugh per hour.
0: 90 Day Fiance star Stephanie Motto ended up hospitalized after eating too many beans to sell farts.
1: <laughs> this is this is a classic example of how stupid we as a people have become. If yo. How do I say this without being vulgar?
0: Yeah, we still need our bidet sponsorship. Don't ruin that you're- for me.
1: Body is so fine that people are willing to drink your bathwater or smell your gaseous eruptions. You don't have to actually give them your bathwater or gas you could just take a mason jar and put a freaking lid on it with the normal air that is around you and say best wishes love Phoenicia or or whatever the heck what was
0: her name Moesha no it was Stephanie Her name is Stephanie. <laughs> I,
1: I, I honestly can't think of uh, Stephanie's farts that I would ever want to smell. I, 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 I've i never met a Stephanie going like, oh, definitely. I, I definitely want to smell your farts. I could not. She's so she must be
0: banging. $50,000 a week. Selling farts. Making farts. Well, I'm sure she was smelling them. Now, now, think, now think about this, it. though.
1: You're wow. so beautiful, you can sell your farts online. That's how beautiful you are. Now, do you want to give somebody an actual fart that stinks? Or do you want to give them, like, a a, a, a pellet, a, a, a flower in fragrance, like, like, this witch got the sweetest smelling farts i ever smelled in my life kind of fart. Yes. And if you're selling bath water, because, you know, bitches be selling bathwater. Witches. Witches be selling bathwater. If you're selling bath water, not that I purchased any, but it, right. you don't want actual, like, nasty... You ain't washed in a weak bathwater. You want like like the most, like something from a glacier, like something amazingly, uh, only something to further enhance your business. Could you imagine going to Taco Bell and just buying like a six pack of burritos and just ripping them into a mason jar and sending them to your fans and your fan opens that up? What's your fan going to say? This is nasty. I no longer want
0: to I mean, buy this product. I think that what we're missing here is this is an opportunity. We put some of Tegan's Vital stickers on some jars, and we, we offer it up to the fans. If you are interested in buying, I guarantee you. <laughs> T-Bones
1: Toots. I guarantee you. T-Bones Toots are gonna be the sweetest smelling farts you've ever possibly imagined. If you wanna buy
0: suffer size, <laughs> a condo pack
1: i I, pack? I I have the ability to give you different flavors i will I will give you the sweet nothings or the or, or the revenge bombs like you want to send you want to send this mason jar to your evil enemy. I can, I can make those, which would be my real ones. And then if you want to, you know, embrace the beautifulness that is me, those would be the fake ones. It's probably the best headline you've ever given for this segment. Do you
0: have another one? I do. I'm torn between two. Make a decision. Alleged mad pooper spokesman says pooping in public is a First Amendment issue.
1: <laughs> no, no, and no. Pooping in public is not a First Amendment issue unless you're eating like Chinese fortune cookies before you poop and you're pooping out the entire uh, uh, fortune as, as uh, your First Amendment. No, no, no. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, it's easy.
0: I want my bidet.
1: (laughs) It is easy to confuse what is a First Amendment right issue and what is a corporate responsibility. It's easy to confuse these two things. In the the corporate responsibility world, they shouldn't be doing things, especially in cahoots with the government, of preventing your free speech, because that would be a free speech violation. But when it comes to pooping in public, Jess Howard... I can only think of you anytime pooping in public comes up. This man could poop anywhere. He was he was a he was a pooper. He probably still is. Probably still is. He's a pooper, I, I, and I respect his ability to do that because he would do it most of the time as a, as a means of protest, which makes me think maybe holy cow! In the course of ten seconds, I've reversed my opinion on pooping in public is a First Amendment issue. Because nothing says, nothing makes a statement like pooping in public. Like if you could get a picture of a politician that you hate and lay it down in front of a line of protesters and walk up there and squat and, and, and just blow it out on top of that picture, that is 100% a First Amendment protected idea. 100 percent you think about people who've pooped in public and 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 have been famous bert kreischer when he was running for student body president of U university of florida maybe or the other florida but that's all he did he just he just walked up on stage and and he pooped inside a pizza box that's art man it's if it's art if it's expression (laughs) it's covered under the first amendment i cannot believe i changed opinions on that that quickly (laughs) pooping in public is protected under the first amendment welcome You're, you're welcome and i accept your nomination to the supreme court
0: is the context not important if someone came to your house and like pooped on your lawn you're like first amendment
1: i have a 120 pound rhodesian ridgeback I don't think any human can compare with the poop I'm used to regularly picking up.
0: You're like I would just be confused yeah, like, there there would probably there. be more
1: corn in it. but uh, other than that, I would be like, oh, wow, Zeus pooped over here somehow. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even think about it. You would have to make it a statement like a big sign like t-bone, I hate you and then turn around and squat and just blow it out now, now uh, all these people in California, specifically like Los Angeles, San Diego, San Francisco, who are living on the streets and are walking by you while you eat at a swanky restaurant and then just blowing it out. Oh, um,
0: it's funny that you say it, San Francisco. That is because a, another article that was on that same page says Poop Patrol aims to combat the astounding amount of human feces on San Francisco streets. <laughs> yeah. It's gotten that bad. Yeah. I think that there's probably a severe mental health issue happening in them. You United would
1: States think right that.
0: So but about I would correlate a
1: mental health issue to many many things going on in America right now. But if yeah, I do I'm that, saying, I'm yeah. a phobic of some kind.
0: It all's compounded. It's kind of a mess over there right now. Yeah,
1: it's it's a big old mess and and don't think you're safe cuz whatever mess we're dealing with here, you're going to be dealing with there soon. Oh, yeah. No, I'm well aware. Uh-huh.
0: You see the letter bombs out here?
1: I caught wind of that today. I noticed that for the very first time. Who have been the recipient of said letter bombs, and have they actually exploded, or they've just been- they detonated them, uh-huh. but there
0: hasn't been uh, a successful right. attack in that sense. So the U.S. Embassy in Madrid, a Spanish Air Force base munitions company that- uh, has made some of the rockets that Spain sent over to Ukraine. And they believe that the address, that the return address was from Ukraine. There was a few, there, I think there was two more, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But they were, they were all detonated.
1: Right. N- none of them did what they were supposed to do. None of them Correct. killed anybody, much like all of the, bomb and I'm using air quotes for those of you who can't see me all of the bomb letters that were sent back in 2020 2021 2019 I don't know but all of them were sent and they were sent directly from the the poster about what to look for in a mail bomb <laughs> Uh, misspelled things, excessive postage, and none of them detonated, even though they were aimed at the most, you know, the most important politicians of our time.
0: I think the craziest thing one was do you remember a few years ago in Austin? There was the guy that was going around setting bombs all over the city of Austin, and where. Where they caught him was like the Red Lion Hotel. It was like the party hotel when I was in school. That feels right. (laughs) That is definitely a place that he would be. But then where he lived was in a neighborhood of a friend of mine. That's so close to home. That's so wild. You know what it's time for?
1: It's time for a birthday boost. This is the episode that we do every week to remind all of our family and friends that they've had a birthday and we want to wish them the birthdayest of birthdays. That's what we do if you're a regular participant about the show or if we have a, a, a deep place in our heart for you, you get this thing we call a birthday boost. Christina gets two, I get two. And if you don't quite meet the requirements of a birthday boost, you get... An honorable mention and should you believe you should have gotten a birthday boost but did not get a birthday boost or an honorable mention on the super rare occasion we will make a special video just for you but i don't like doing that so let's not do that again this week as always chick brew you go first who is your birthday boost
0: Uh, My birthday boost is uh, Maria Eason. She is the better half of my coworker, Conley. I don't know how she did it, but she produced two sets of twins. Um, I don't know how she's surviving, raising babies, two at a time. It's amazing. Uh, She's just good. She's a good person. I don't get, you know, when you have like a coworker that you're really good friends with, but then their spouse is also awesome. But then you never get to see them, because <laughs> of the other person's always at work. It's that situation. What is her name? Marie Easton.
1: Can we give Marie Easton one of my excess security cameras? Because I am I have been fascinated lately on TikTok, on Instagram, and on YouTube with like little twin babies being filmed on night vision cameras. And the things they do when no one else is watching. i was just this giant hug fest between these twins one night.
0: Oh, I saw that one. Oh,
1: come on. And then and then oh, the, the twins, that, which would be more along the lines of my brothers and me, the twins that jump into each other's crib and then smack the snot out of one another and then jump back in the other crib. I... I, I have excess cameras with night vision. I will donate them to her if she will just provide me with footage of incredible things that twin babies do.
0: You will have to talk to her about that. I'll ask her.
1: Let me see. <laughs> let me see how that would work. Hi. You've never met me before, but I would like you to install a secret camera, and I would like to watch your children as they... uh Ha! <laughs> It's not. There is no way. Yes, yeah.
0: <laughs> no. you you talked to her. It sounds way really <laughs> better coming <than laughs> from you.
1: <laughs> Come on, she's gotta be aware that there's a bunch of cool twin videos out there that, that uh, you can only get if you video them. And I'm not asking for unrestricted as access to the camera. I'm I'm asking for access to the cool things that the twins do in the night while fully clothed let's be clear i'm not trying to get weird here i just want to see you know the love between twins because all of the twins i know in adulthood basically hate each other oh (laughs) that's not true it's actually rare for twins to hate each other as much as they do
0: i think i only I know people I mean, who have Tommy's twins, has I think I only know like one. I don't even know them that well. I know one set of twins where I know both twins. Yeah, they're your niece and nephew. No, those are nephews, and they're still weird and don't have personalities yet.
1: Okay, <laughs> but they're living in the dark in cribs near each other, and they're probably doing cool stuff at night. Yeah, I'll send a camera to Tommy. Let's get this done. It's less yeah, they're weird. Terrible.
0: They're probably just absolutely precious and beating each other with Build-A-Bear. You know, it is
1: what it is. Or or they're lovingly embracing each other and giggling that cute little child. Well, actually. Those... They're
0: absolutely my brother's children. They are beating each other with build Those kids are how old now? Three.
1: Oh, my God. All right. I don't think it works with three-year-olds. I think they have to be, like, at the unspeaking age of twins. <laughs> Because I think once twins learn how to speak, that's when the hatred begins. (laughs) I just feel like
0: poor Conley comes to work every day and he's like, I just took a 15 minute nap in my car. (laughs) Because, you know, he's on night duty. Bless his heart. (laughs) And what does she do for a living? She's in the Navy.
1: Oh, yeah. Then he's on night duty. That's what
0: (laughs) I was going to go real
1: misogynistic. But uh, if she's the active duty member, suck it up, Chuck uh yep. <laughs> my uh, my first birthday boost goes to seavano <laughs> whoa Sivano Galizia is is my friend from Gaeta, Italy. I love this man. I've always loved this man, and I've already, because of my love and affection for him, I've already called him. I've already sang to him. Last year, I was able to get my buddy Johnny to uh, to take him a, a birthday present, a, a birthday snack, a birthday cake, some kind of thing. <laughs> Sivano turned a big sixty this year, and I tell you, if I had the opportunity, I would have went back to Gaeta to be with him on his sixtieth, because that's a year. That deserves celebration. none of the in-between years, definitely the end of the decade years at this point. <laughs> and I'm basing that off the Patton Oswald uh, the, uh, theorem on birthday celebrations. So I love that. as always, I, I wish him nothing but the continued best. I love you. Uh, you are my brother from another mother, even though you're incredibly old, and you're going to die someday.
0: is that the obituary what are you doing dude so
1: i used to do this thing on birthday cards and i probably got it from my old man it was was something like how does it feel to be another day closer to death that's what i would write on birthday cards and
0: uh do you have friends
1: i the commanding officer of the base there in Gaeta, his name was a gigliati and he was kind of a He was an anima nozzle, you know, not good enough to be a douchebag. He was an anima nozzle. And uh, on his birthday card that somebody gave me to sign, I did that. I wrote exactly that. How's it feel to be another day closer to death? And then someone's like, do you really think that's appropriate? I don't give a two smacks if it's appropriate. This is what I write on everybody's birthday card. And you ain't special. This is what you get. Yeah, I wrote what I wrote. I wrote what I, I stand by my poop.
0: <laughs> it's <a> statement.
1: <laughs> Protected by the First Amendment rights. Who's your second birthday boost?
0: Um, My second birthday boost is Re- Bex Rosenbaum. Oh, really? Is it her birthday? Yep. But you got to say it sassier than that because Bex is. She is very sassy, isn't she? Well, so, yeah, I had an interesting run-in with Gary um, mm-hmm. leaving Naples. Yes. And uh, Bex was kind enough to give us a ride back to Puerto the other day, uh, making her some cupcakes for her birthday. She oh. said, I'd like four dozen. So there's that. <laughs> but yeah, no, Bex. Bex has actually been really amazing in helping me with my business. Well, you know, they
1: were Jesus. both listeners of the show. Do they know we're doing this? I don't know. Well, maybe now is a good time to introduce them to us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I love them. They love us. Let's let's make this happen. Let's put this thing together. Happy birthday, Bex. Wait, so much so, she gets one of these. <clears throat> right? Absolutely, she's. No, totally they're great people. I love them to death, and and they love us, so they should be listeners. <laughs> Plus, she's like one of the few British people I actually like.
0: Is it a short list?
1: <laughs> it's getting shorter and shorter. The more <laughs> I, I was fascinated by British people as a young man. But the more I get to know them and the more I know them, the more I'm like, no, I, I don't like your behavior at all. You are wildly inappropriate.
0: <laughs> Coming from you, now I'm scared.
1: Yes, that really only <laughs> applies to one person. And it's okay. I, yeah. That person doesn't, I, really, doesn't do need to be anything? mentioned. Doesn't deserve the satisfaction of knowing that I am talking about
0: him or her. <laughs> do I know this person?
1: Of course you do. Yes. Yeah, okay. I, just,
0: I, I... <laughs> just making sure I wasn't like super lost to the sauce.
1: <laughs> no, you know exactly who this is and you know the history. Anyway, uh, it's time for my second birthday boost. And this one, Goes to another sixty-year-old. Jeez, man! That means you're old I mean, I know a lot of old people. That means you're an old person. My buddy, Seer Chief, retired engine man Carl Kubisa just turned sixty. And I was thinking about this today. There's a lot of things I think about along the way. I'll talk about one of them in a second. But Carl is married to an Angie. Jack is married to an Angie. And Dennis is married to an Angela. One of the few people who's named Angela who hates being called Angie. Yeah, because I remember singing the song, and she's like, no, no, no. I'm like, what? It's just a song. I'm not even singing about you. I bet you thought the song was about you.
0: Angie.
1: (laughs) 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 Now, I I want to tell you, I'm kind of proud of myself. I did both my birthday boosts from memory i didn't have to cheat but when it oh. gets to my honorable mentions with the exception of one name i can immediately think of with the exception of one name i'm gonna to have to actually go to facebook and ask for a little assistance here so who is your there we go who is your honorable mention
0: uh honorable mention charlotte bordeaux who was my fourth grade teacher uh, at jack and darby elementary school in Sasebo, japan Ivy Ronson and let's do you think do, do you what? think her real
1: name was Bordeaux do you think her real yeah. last name was her a, married a name a her great husband wine. was
0: that's what's on his uniform <laughs> and I thought it was great because I was Brewer
1: <laughs> Brewer and Bordeaux yes.
0: yep and then uh Crystal Saxton who uh, was also a very big listener of ours when she was in Rhoda her and her husband uh, how do we get them back? I have no idea. The uh, the the one of my
1: first honorable mentions is funny for me because of this. Uh, Vincenzo Termini is my uh, my friend's father, and over the years, me and Vincenzo have become friends on Facebook. You know, and and it is very same relationship that I have with one of your friends that <laughs> that you apparently got jealous about I'm not sure how that went down when what? you found out that me and your friend Tony. have become friends <laughs> like, I was like what are you two doing well, no, I was confused <laughs> because
0: here's the thing is you're very different but you're both very funny She's lovely. So I, no, she's she is an absolutely amazing person. But I know her from before I joined the military. She's like out in California doing amazing stuff. She's has amazing artwork, an amazing cook. She's awesome, right? So when I saw that you had liked something, I was like, Oh, my God, Two amazing parts of my world. And I didn't even know <laughs> I, wasn't jealous. I was excited because I was like, oh, well, I don't know if Sony's done stand-up, but I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility in my mind for her because she is, again, she does music, she does food, she does art, she does everything. And I was like, well, maybe they came across each other doing standup. You're in the Navy, you're out in San Diego or something, and you maybe cross paths. So I was just like, Mind blown. <laughs>
1: it was fun. So you, I, I don't know if you saw the back at four. She's like, she sent me a message. She's like, I no, it wasn't a message. I think it was a posting. It was like, I don't remember how we know each other. And I was like, well, aside from the common denominator that she's both of our friends, that's probably it. But I think I started off with, how do you not remember me? We were engaged for kidding. like five
0: years. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so your, uh, your list, so Vincenzo Termini is mine. Uh, I already mentioned, you said Carly. Did you mention Carly Gregory? Nope. Oh, Carly. Uh, she gets a Chris Meldrum, Ricky Antonio, uh, Tony Lasavicious, Tony Vegas, Mike Ensign. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you about Mike Ensign. He uh, he's he's still living in Sicily. God bless him. I love him to death. And for his birthday meal, it's just a sl- it's a simple it's simple pasta. It's simple. Uh, look like. Um, Something the the bigger spaghetti. I forget where the bigger spaghetti goes. The capicelli is the smallest spaghetti. The fettuccine. spaghetti and the, the, the fettuccine. Maybe it was a fettuccine. It's just a simple fett. It's just a bowl of fettuccine alfredo that I'm sure his beautiful wife made for him, and he was appreciative to have. And uh, and that was that was all he needed to post for his birthday. And our friend, man, a lot of repeat names this week. A lot of Tonys and uh, Travis Bailey. If you remember. Recent uh, winner of an Indian 2023 motorcycle while he was in uh, Sturgis, South Dakota, was on the show. You know, as he was winning that prize, Travis Bailey is also celebrating his birthday. So there you go. That's all of my birthdays, all of my honorable mentions, all my birthday boosts, all of my honorable mentions. It was a it was a great week for birthdays and story time and telling and enjoying each other's company. And this episode will be posted by Wednesday, period. It will be. Period. That's what we're doing now. So I
0: feel like you like, just told me to clean my room, and you're like, and that's what we're doing now.
1: <laughs> yes. And for future episodes, the virtual engineer is going to have to be in a position other than that.
0: I don't really care. <laughs> well, if I'm laying edicts, I'm
1: laying edicts. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> but that being said
1: ladies and gentlemen i remind you today as i remind you every day be the best person that you could be and if you were a great person yesterday be an even better person tomorrow
0: and don't forget that you are loved Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Darrell McLean Show. Independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Darrell McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot.
1: Like, comment, and share. Witches. <laughs>